Hey y'all, so I have been wanting to put out a new episode for quite some time now. There's lots of tape from conversations that I've had that I've been slowly shaping into bonus episodes while I settle on the theme of season two. But, well, life doesn't often care what your plans are. So I'm going to give you a short bonus episode about the WGA SAG strike that I was able to put together with the help of Shanda. And at the very end, I'll give you a short personal update so you'll know why I've been so radio silent. Now, let's talk about the strike. All right, trying to get some audio. Not sure how well this is going to go, but it's a photo shoot of the cast and crew. This is the Supernatural Picket, and uh, we're here to support SAG and WGA and uh, fight the billionaires. That voice you just heard is none other than Eric Kripke, the creator of Supernatural. On Thursday, August 31st, cast, crew, writers, and fans gathered at the WB lot in California for a Supernatural family strike. I wasn't able to attend the strike myself, but roped fellow fan Shanda Bear, at Shanda Tabor on Twitter, into collecting some tape on my behalf. Uh, So I'm Shanda. I went to the Supernatural picket at Warner Brothers last Thursday. I had a great time. This is my fourth picket I've been to, so I'm a huge supporter of the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. I think it's really important that all of us support the people that bring us the entertainment that we love. Obviously, Shanda is an old hand at these, but Thursday's picket seemed to bring lots of new folks and fans to the line. Hi, my name is Kaylee. Um, There is no us without writers and actors, Um, so I'm just out here to support the people who make my life more fun. Hi, everyone. My name's Rhiannon. I'm here at the Supernatural picket, and uh, I love seeing everyone of the cast and crew and supporters come support everyone, and I hope the writers and actors come to a fair deal. As well as some of the writers of the show. I'm Ben Edward. Uh, I'm here with uh, a bunch of supernatural fans and creators. We believe that uh, humans should uh, reap the benefit of human endeavor, uh, not, not robots and not corporate committees. Uh, uh, and actors such as Misha Collins. Hi, it's Misha Collins here. Um, we're now posting up to. Uh, support the Screen Actors Guild and the WGA and working people around the world. Yes, tyranny. As you can tell from these recordings, it was quite the crowd who showed up to protest against the AMPTP. That's the American Motion Pictures and Television Production and their unwillingness to come to the table with a fair deal. As Shanda shared after her time on the picket line, It's crucial not just for WGA and SAG-AFTRA, but this is going to represent so many other unions out there that are going to fight for their rights for fair wages and fair contracts. So we need to show support for SAG-AFTRA and WGA. We need to make sure that they get the contracts that they are needing because so many people are affected by this. It's not just the wealthy actors, the big name actors. It's everybody else. It's the cast, the crew, the people you don't know the names of, the writers that write these wonderful scripts that you don't know the names of. 
it's everyone that's involved in a production. And so it's, it's vital that we show support. So perhaps we should go over the demands of the WGA, that's the Writers Guild of America, and SAG-AFTRA, which stands for Screenwriters Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. What are they fighting for? Well, to start, the WGA has been striking for longer because their contract with the studios was up for renewal first. Labor negotiations often have many different aspects and pieces that they're negotiating over, just like when you get a job offer and try to negotiate for better pay and more vacation days or better 401 contributions, you know, if you get those at all. For the WGA, there are pages of discussion points, but there are three major points that the studios completely ignored and are big reasons for why they voted to strike. Those three demands are, one, minimum room sizes, meaning requiring a certain number of writers be brought into a project to share the work of writing, bouncing ideas off each other, and workshopping together. Two, basic residuals from shows on streaming, meaning that as long as the shows are still being watched, writers get a portion of those profits. And finally, three, guaranteed protection against AI. No computers writing crummy scripts that human writers then get paid a pittance just to punch them up. The last demand is something that I actually did a whole episode on in my other podcast, Carry the Two. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to hear more from my interview with screenwriter Caitlin Parrish. SAG-AFTRA, because of their different roles, have different demands. Although they also have demands around AI, particularly centering on ownership of their appearances, voices, and such. These demands are important, not just to actors and writers, but to everyone in the industry. If actors are replaced with 3D renderings, there's no need for costume designers or set decorators or hair and makeup. If writers can't get fair compensation and guarantees that they'll have enough people on a project to get the job done... What makes us think special effects teams won't be treated the same way, with too much overtime on tight deadlines and minimal pay? These strikes matter for the sustained health of the industry as a whole, which is why it's so important to support them. And if you live near one of the picket locations... Those that can attend the picket, attend the pickets. It's so worth it. Everyone there is really nice. You get to walk the picket line and talk to so many people. And you you find out what it's like from their side, from their point of view, something that you don't really get to do very often. And for those who have only seen pictures and videos on Instagram and TikTok, the point of the pickets is to make the ongoing work harder and slower for the AMPTP. It also builds solidarity and raises awareness for people who might just be driving by. In terms of what the experience is like on the ground, Shanda can better explain. You walk the picket line. Uh, We did that for the first hour, which was great. It was very hot. uh, So I did have to take a break. And during my break, I was able to interact with the cast and the crew. Uh, So that was great. Um, I really appreciated the opportunity to say, to meet Eric Kripke, to meet Bed Enlund, to see Misha Collins again, see Richard Spate Jr. again. They're wonderful people. And I, I know... 
some of them are out there supporting marching all the time. Uh, I've seen Richard Spate Jr. out there a few times on Instagram and Twitter. I've seen Robin Ruth last time I was out on the picket line. I, I saw them. So they they are not just posting stuff online. They They are out there right there with everyone else marching. And besides all the names you might recognize, there were oodles of fans who turned out to support the people who created the show they love. Take Valeria, for example. So many shows right now get canceled after one, two, three seasons because they didn't find their audience yet. But so many people, and I know personally, a lot of people who got into the show way into it. So it's just the thing about the changing industry that so many shows cannot be made now because they don't, they're not allowed to create. Or a fan named, perhaps coincidentally, Dean. Supernatural fandom is exceptionally valuable to me as a person. It's shaped me. The community that has developed because of it is honestly incredible, and it's connected with so many, connected me with so many of my best friends. Um, that I'm really not sure where I would be without um, this fandom experience. These pickets outside WB and other studios and offices are ongoing, but like everything SPN family does. Thursday's picket felt unique. Thursday's was special. It definitely was because, we, you know, we are fans and we got to interact with the people that bring us so much joy. I hope that they felt the love. I really do because I, I know that was the intent for everybody. And for those fans like myself who weren't able to make it, Shanda wanted to recognize their support as well. And I also just want to note one other thing. The fans that couldn't attend... They were all right there to support. They gathered funds to buy snacks for everybody. Uh, I'm not sure how much was actually raised, but uh, they, a few of us did buy snacks. I was able to bring in donuts, and another person brought in fruits and vegetables. Another person brought in other snacks and sunscreen and band-aids and things like that. So that came from the kindness of the fans around the world. SPN family knows how to take care of family. And I'm glad to hear that still remains true. Okay, and I know I promised you a personal update. My original plan was to release the Family Business Beer Company episode next, and I'd already organized it out with interviews and tape from the brewery. That one is still in the works. Now, with an added special surprise. However, it got delayed because on August 14th, while my husband was riding home on his motorcycle, a driver fully pulled out into his lane and stopped, causing him to crash. It didn't matter that he had right of way. It didn't matter that he was wearing full protective gear, you know, helmet, gloves, jacket, everything. It didn't matter that he did everything right. The crash damaged his spine, pushing two of the vertebrae completely out of place and severing his spinal cord. That single small moment took away his ability to walk or stand or even wiggle his toes. He was taken to an intensive care unit and had surgery the next day to realign the vertebrae and fuse his spine. He spent about a week in the ICU before he was finally transitioned to an inpatient care facility where he'll live full-time until early October. Even when he's able to come home, he'll need to go in for intensive physical therapy at least three days a week. Oh, and 
Our apartment is a classic three-story walk-up, which is inaccessible to his wheelchair. So we get to move during all this craziness as well. Joy. So yes, I have had grand plans for bonus episodes and even a few potential interviews lined up. But I've been too busy at hospitals and calling lawyers and trying to sort through health insurance and our messed up American healthcare system. But we have found so much support from our communities in the weeks following the accident. Fellow SPN fans reached out to offer condolences and help share the GoFundMe. Even Billy Moran from Loudon Swain messaged me to ask for a link directly so that he could help share it. When I was reporting on the fellowship of community and support I saw in SPN family, I didn't ever expect to become the beneficiary of it. I knew SPN fans are almost as a rule big hearted. I just didn't think I'd need the help and support that I've received. So for those of you who reached out, thank you. You truly cannot know how much it has meant to me. The other SPN connection I wasn't expecting was in the hospital itself. In the last bonus, you heard how some fans found Supernatural when they were facing a difficult personal moment, often in a hospital. Well, the first morning I agreed to scan TV channels in his ICU room to try to find something to watch, we, of course, stumbled across a Supernatural marathon. Season six, as I immediately clocked it. There was something so comforting in seeing familiar faces in a time of such high stress and exhaustion and worry. I wonder if SPN fans develop such a strong parasocial bond to the characters and actors because the show is so ubiquitous to be on a channel somewhere almost all the time. Like chicken noodle soup when you're sick. You can be in a hospital waiting room or a hotel almost anywhere in the U.S. and still likely stumble across the Winchester brothers, fighting monsters and providing distraction from our own hardships. At least, that's how I felt. And that's why I think it's so important we as fans support the WGA and SAG after strikes. As Kripke recently told a Deadline reporter, he hasn't received any streaming residuals from Supernatural streaming on Netflix, even though it consistently ranks in Netflix's top 10. If writers and creators aren't paid for their labor, how can we expect them to be able to take risks and create new shows? Art gets us through hard times and helps us express difficult moments in our lives. So we need to make sure those artists get paid. I know many of us are in financially uncertain circumstances. That's certainly true for me. But if you do have a few spare bucks, I'll link to the Entertainment Community Fund to support the striking workers. Solidarity. Music was composed and performed by Chris Scott. Cover art was designed by Liz Hand. Thanks to One Crafty Chickadee, Ditch Lily Tiger, Wayward Photographer, Meg, Rupert Gaze, Danny, and Marissa for supporting the show through Kofi. And a very special shout out to Shanda for recording audio for me at the strike. I literally couldn't have made this episode without you. 
In Defense of Fandom was made possible through an unhealthy obsession and your support via Kofi. If you're not already supporting the show and you'd like to, you can find a link in the show notes to our Kofi. Your support is deeply appreciated. Thanks, y'all.